I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. January 31st, 1993, Rose Bowl Stadium, Pasadena, California. National Anthem, Garth Brooks. Coin Toss, O.J. Simpson. Halftime Show, Michael Jackson. Post-game celebration, Bernie Madoff. Quarterback, Troy Aikman. Running back, Emmett Smith. Wide receiver, you know, Michael Irvin. This is Super Bowl 27. Hello and welcome to Games with Names presented by WinBet. I'm Julian Edelman. I'm Sam Morrell. We're on the search to find the greatest games ever. All time. And today's episode, Buffalo Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys, January 31st, 1993, Super Bowl 27. I can already hear the sadness in your voice as there's a like, Bay Area kid. There's there's multiple sadnesses, but let's, yeah, Michael Irvin, he's going to come on. Uh, he's the only thing that makes me happy about this, this particular game. And uh, my first thoughts this game is, A... <clears throat> I'd be so sad to be a Buffalo Bills fan. This is this is third straight loss in the Super Bowl. Wow. B, Dallas Cowboys had to beat my Niners to get in this game, so didn't love them. Yeah. This was a start of, uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys becoming the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s, the Jimmy Johnson, how about them Cowboys? Like... <laughs> Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, Leon Lett, Leon Lett, <laughs> Charles Haley. This was the American Norton, the America's team, Dallas Cowboys. It's Texas's team. That's Texas's team, <laughs> yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. But everyone says 
It is America's team, and it is. It is, and I'll tell you this, man. We we played Dallas Cowboys back in a few <laughs> years back. They came to Old Foxborough, and they travel. They travel their guys. They travel their fans. The people love the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, absolutely love the Dallas Cowboys. I can't even say the name right. That's you've trained yourself to not respect the name enough to say it properly. Yeah, I I don't know about that, but. It, yeah, I, I just don't like them. It's just it. I like. I have a bunch of well, friends. Why would you? You grew up a Niners, Niners fan, and fan. then you and then you played for the Patriots. I, I, yeah, I don't like them either. I'm a, I, was, I grew up a Giants fan. And wouldn't you think? Like, isn't it more logical that the Patriots should be America's team? Red, white, and blue. Or Patriots, Massachusetts basically I made like America. Now, I feel like we, we. I feel like we're getting a little carried away now. No, why are the Patriots America? I get the red. Giants are red, white, and blue. But it's a giant. It's a, it's a mythical character. A patriot is an actual person that created militias to fend off the redcoats. Well, would you call America tiny or would you say it's a giant? I mean, it's technically not the biggest country in the world. But it's but we're a giant, number one military. We're not the most populated. Well, <laughs> we're not the richest. I mean, we don't have the most money. We've got money, though. But you know what we're we do have? Right. But you know what we do have? Patriots. Patriotism, baby. Patriotism. Let's go back to 1993, January 31st. Boy, this is a throwback. What was going on? Number one movie, Aladdin, for the third week in a row. Classic. I actually remember watching this and like... Loving it? Loving it. This is when like Disney cartoon movies were just popping off left and right i think didn't lion king come after this i think so you know i can show you the world that, that was beautiful that's all i know <laughs> the magic carpet ride oh yeah dude jasmine I mean, was hot jasmine was a hot cartoon jasmine can get it to this day <laughs> jasmine i know you're not real but julian and, and myself were horny for you we're horny for cartoon Jasmine. And then, you know, Robin Williams. He was the, oh my God. He was so good in that. I forgot the genie. Gilbert Gottfried is the parrot. The parrot. Oh, yes. R.I.P. also. Damn. R.I.P. Met Robin Williams once at the Comedy Cellar. Spoke for like 45 minutes. Such a cool guy. So quiet and, and kind and, and a great, great You got dude. to, so you spoke with him for 45 minutes? I, I just sat, there's a comics table in the back of the Comedy Cellar and I just sat down and I, you know, ready to like check in to do my set. And I look up and I was like, that's that's Robin Williams. And uh, I just said, oh, hey. And he goes, hey, Robin. I was like, I know you. I'm Sam. Talk for like 45 minutes. Warmest guy ever. Uh, positive, you know, but. I loved his movies. Oh, my God. He's classic. Jack. Mrs. Doubtfire. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Classic. The Robot One. I mean, should I watch them all? I love them. Remember, he was a robot. Which that was like that? during this time too. Yeah, bicentennial man. Bicentennial man. Flubber. Flubber. I fucked with Flubber. I mean that that was when we were like nine, like seven years old. Eight, I was seven here. Like those were our movies. Jumanji. Jumanji. That was a banger. Holy. Jumanji mo was. Damn. Takes it still and it still holds up. Jumanji yeah. holds up. It does. Uh, Jack. Bonnie Hunt. Shout out Bonnie Hunt. Right? Yeah. Jumanji. Number one song in America, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. <sighs> Another, so many RIPs this episode. 
It was, yeah, I actually heard this story. 14 weeks at number one, record of all time, written by Dolly Parton. Damn. Reminds me of the time the Patriots spent 18 weeks at number one, followed by one giant loss. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, it was a, it, it wasn't on the team. Damn. Jolene, Do- Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Number one record, Dolly Parton, killer. Love Dolly Parton. She's such a, she's so adorable. Just oh, her yeah. voice, yeah. Like you hear her voice and you're like, she's adorable. Jack, yeah. isn't she adorable? Love Dolly. <laughs> Dolly, Dolly is a legend. There, I, I saw. Was there like? I think there's a documentary. Let's get back to Whitney for a second. Yeah. I mean, I, I had such a, a crush on Whitney after the Bodyguard. Super with, hot. Uh, Kevin Costner. Super hot. That's when, like, you know, like, man, that's when I started, like, you know, I'd jump over, start loving black chicks, bro. Yeah? Love them. This was your Bronx Tale moment? This was my Bronx Tale moment. Hell yeah. I watched the Bronx Tale, and I had a black girlfriend. Did you? (laughs) And so I, like, like, was emotionally attached to this, this movie, because of that. Bronx Tale's a great movie. Unbelievable. Chaz Palminteri, man. Legend. Uh Chaz Palminteri, legend. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Didn't he get in trouble? To, uh, uh, C. I heard he's no, like. No, no, no. He's doing all right. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he? He's uh, he's great. He's he, my friend, Chris Stefano. One of my one of my good friends, comedian Chris Stefano, shot a pilot with him, and he had Chaz Palmateri play his dad. And his dad's supposed to be like a schlubby guy from Brooklyn, but Chaz Palmateri just shows up in like a $10,000 suit. And he's like, this is what I want to wear. And he's like, no, you have to play like a, a schlub from Brooklyn. He's like, I like these suits. <laughs> I want to wear my suits. Yeah. I was like, I love that. I love that story. Some of the ridiculous trends going on. The clear drinks. Crystal Pepsi. What, what, what were we doing, guys? We're Pepsi works. We don't need clear Pepsi. Now I'm thinking 7-Up. You're you're hurting your own business. I must confess. You liked it? I saw the commercials yeah. and I wanted it so much, but it was like more expensive. Why? It, I don't know. I feel like it was more expensive. We never had it. I think we ha- I had it a couple times and I was so fascinated. I don't know why. I, I was like, this looks like 7-Up, but it tastes like Pepsi. That See, that did nothing for me because I'm like, it's the same product. You just changed the color. Which is probably 10 times worse for you too, that you're using so another you were going- chemical- to change the other chemicals color. Yeah, you went you went from uh, white chicks to black chicks, but you went from dark Pepsi to white Pepsi at this time. And another clear drink that you probably like, you you love Zima, I bet. I love Zima, dude. I bet you loved it. I didn't like it. Zima was whack. Zima was like Smirnoff Ice pre-Smirnoff Ice. That, I like Smirnoff because if I saw a guy drinking it in a bar, I was like, I could take this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not about to get fucked up by a Zima drinker, I'll tell you that much. You remember the... Uh... What is it, uh, the Smirnoff challenge or that, like, you got iced or whatever? Oh, shit. Remember that? Dude. You, you, so, what you would do is you take the, someone would be drinking a Smirnoff, you'd hit the top and it would overflow, right? No. I, it's, if you, like, found a Smirnoff ice, like, you, you, like, your friend's like, hey, can you grab me, uh, like, something out of the fridge? And there's, like, just one Smirnoff ice and he opened it, he'd be like, <laughs> Oh, bro. And then you had to chug it right away. Yeah. Everyone that the Smirnoff ice challenge. You've been iced. Yeah, you've been iced. Yeah. My buddy just sent me. He said. They did a similar thing in the heroin community. They, but you've been heroined and you'd have to shoot up all the heroin right there. (laughs) Terrible. My buddy, he's getting married. Shout out Billy Ring. And we used to do that back in the day. Like 
you know, it was probably like 2008, and we're way off where we're supposed to be, but in his package that he sent to to uh, announce that I was in his wedding, he fucking put a Smirnoff ice in there. That's classy. I'm like, what are we doing, I bro? love it. I sent him a video. We had to chug it. Smirnoff ice were like, you were cooler if you were, if you were like 14 drinking Smirnoff ice, you kind of got a pass, but like, but if you had a beer, you were cooler. I don't even remember the taste of it. I never drank it. It was like sugary sweet, you know, like it, it doesn't taste. You taste it now, and you'll be like, this sucks. As a kid, it was a good intro to get you on a beer. Yeah. It was a nice gateway uh, premium malt beverage. Oh, yeah. You always got to yeah. have the gateway. Power Rangers were there. No, I wasn't a big Power Rangers guy. I think I was a little old. What, yeah. what, what, nah, I don't know. I think I think we were the right age. I mean, we were seven when this came out. You could have you could have been into it, but I, it was it was to me. I was more like into X Men, and uh, I mean, the Pink Ranger was hot for sure. Can we pull her up? She, I remember her being pretty hot, the Pink Power Ranger. But I remember like it was all about like Jason, the Red Ranger. I was like, fuck Jason. Yeah, she was yeah, cute. she's adorable. Yeah, cutie. Power Rangers, man. Power Rangers. I just... I'm not a fan. I tried to get into it. I liked Batman. Bat- yeah. Batman and sports. Yeah. You know, I was I was too busy, you know, filling my head with just historical football games, baseball games. I was into sports, too. I loved Basketball. The, I loved baseball growing up. I loved the 90s Knicks. I mean, I, I was not I was not a big Power Rangers guy. Uh, final season of Quantum Leap. Never watched the show. Never saw it. Scott Bakula, is that who it was? I remember him from Major League Back to the Miners. I dug that movie. Is Back to the Miners? That was the third. The third, yeah. Downtown Anderson? No one? I got to watch it. It, It's Jackie, what do you got? Yeah, it was Bacula. Yeah. Shout out Bacula. (laughs) Here's your uh, Lauren Bobbitt. (laughs) Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt. (laughs) She cuts off John Wayne Bobbitt's penis. This was a huge story. Uh, Huge. I was like seven years old, and I can still remember I was at my neighbor's house, Jacob Grin. And like you don't you don't want to get your dick cut off with the last name Grin. Yeah. <laughs> too happy a last name. Yeah, way too happy. Yeah. But we're over there and I don't know why, but we're like I, he had a fig tree and we're like climbing the fig tree and like we I overheard our moms talking. <laughs> and my I think my mom said, "Well, good. He probably deserved it or something." What the like, hell? Yeah. No like, one deserves that, by the yeah, way. Well, that's that's my mom right there. <laughs> Damn. But uh, he deserved getting his dick cut off. I remember as a kid, I, they showed him on the news, and I asked my mom, I was like, if he got his penis cut off, why is he smiling? Because it was like footage of him smiling. She goes, well, you can't always be sad. And I was thinking, if I got my dick cut off, I would always be sad for the rest of my life. Like, like you, it could be my birthday, and I'd be like, I don't have a penis. You think this cake is filling the hole? Yeah. I'm miserable. I, I Like... And even if you do get it surgically attached back, you're probably losing so much sensation. Oh, my God. Because uh, I have a friend, and his brother broke his dick. How? It, like, I don't know. It popped out while he was try- having intercourse. That can happen? And he had to get it sewed up. Oh, my God. And, like, now he has, like, full ED because of it. He can't, like, he can't, he can't even take a pill. Damn. Yeah, Literally. I'm sure this the uh, maybe your dick feels like it's asleep or something too. Like I don't know how you like I don't know what it's like. I, I mean, thank God. That would suck if I'd be like, "I guys, I can break this down." Here's what happens. Like your arms asleep, your dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so- <laughs> what a horrible thing to Did he got it. It's reattached, right? Jack or, or what? Did he get it reattached? John Wayne Bobbitt? 
let me look into that real quick. I mean, that is. Uh... Oh, everyone breaks up. What did up. he do? I mean, everyone. You ever you ever break up with someone and then you're you're like, she was the worst. She did this. Like you know, he's telling his friends. He pursued up. porn. He That's wa- why. Oh, so he's. It must have been huge. Can you imagine? Can you imagine him explaining if they got back together? He's like, we're giving it another shot. Um, I know she cut my dick off, but she's working on it. You know, God. If he was if he was doing porn. She went right for his gut because yeah. he was pro- that was probably his thing. He had a no. Oh, after he did, he did porn. porn after. Oh, did he get what did he did? He add a couple inches when they decided <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Now it's now it's turned into kind of an inspiring comeback tale. This is this is overcoming adversity. Yeah. He appeared in the 1994 adult film John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut. Uncut. Wow. That's uh, it's like Jordan on the wither- Wizards. He came back a little thicker, <laughs> a little bigger. He followed it up in '96 with another adult film, Franken Penis. <laughs> Whoever's naming these films, props, class act. Let's get into the sports world. February 1993, January 27th, Andre the Giant died Damn. at 40. Six. See, he, we're both we both like we're '90s wrestling guys, but I, he was I, a little early. But you knew here. you knew the lore of the giant. He was uh, and apparent. I mean, dude, Princess Bride under the giant rules. Yeah, legend. That's that's a sad day. Sad day. Um, Monica Sellas, 1993, April. She was stabbed during a match in Germany. I mean, that's insane. She was stabbed during a match in the back. Yeah, that's that's bad. This was a bad time for. You know, women athletes. You know, we had Nancy Kerrigan getting beat up. That must have been like a few years later, right? Nancy, had to what have did been. Nancy Kerrigan? I mean, this was some dude named Gunter, I think, and he stab he was stabbed her because he was in love with uh Steffi Graf, another tennis great. And it's like, dude, that's not how you end up with someone. Nah. There's no probably... story of like we started dating because I stabbed her competition. That is that's yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah. That's it, it what do we got, Jack? I see you over there. Kerrigan was assaulted January 6, 1994. Oh, oh wow. Wasn't that, wasn't that far apart? A year later. Damn. It, almost like a year anniversary. You know what? That's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I still can't believe that. Poor Monica Seles. I believe, was he, she Yugoslavian? One of the, considered one of the best ever. I remember. Yep, Yugoslavian. Yugoslavian. Wow. Some great athletes out of Yugoslavia. That's, I, I, I don't even have anything to say. Like, what makes people, like, during a match? Where's the security? Were you ever concerned for your safety in any environment on the road? Actually, I will say, anytime we would play in New York. Really? Yeah. I would always be a little, like. Jets or Giants? Giants, wow. just eerie, you know, because like I first, this was the first time I started coming to New York regularly when I was playing football and you drive in on the freeway and you see big New York because you're in Jersey going to the Meadowlands and you're seeing how big and mythical and magical the big ass city <laughs> is. And you go over to the Meadowlands or Giant Stadium and you're sitting there like, you know, we're like America's team, kind of. You know, Patriots, Giants in New York. You never know. Like, I, I had it once. 
where I, I, I we drove there, and I just felt like oh, I didn't I didn't like the feeling. What, did you see anyone who made you sketched out? No, nah, it's just like with all like the nine eleven shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that shit's scary. You never know. Yeah. You know, especially at a big spectacle, New York. Let's get the uh, American Patriots in the biggest city. Like that's I don't know why. I may have may have uh smoked a little of the wrong stuff that night before. <laughs> um so what else? Uh Wu Tang's 36 Chambers and Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style released. I mean, those are both rap classics. What's no my motherfucking Snoop Dogg? That's shout out to my aunt right there. We gotta get get Snoop on here. We gotta get Snoop on here. Let's do a Lakers game. Let's do a Lakers game. You could do a USC game. I remember Mm. watching Snoop freaking running routes at USC. We gotta get him on some. He'll come. That is so. I cannot picture Snoop running routes. That's like a. I can't even. He's he's long. He's tall and lanky, man. Is he athletic? He's pretty athletic. Wow. He's pretty athletic, man. I mean, he's. He's Cali Cat, man. Yeah. You dip your toe in that Pacific, you might get a little athleticism over there, Sam. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to try, but <laughs> what do we got? What were you doing in 93, Julian? You were you were a child. 93, I was seven years old. It was a year before I could play football. Wow. I think I was playing soccer. I was playing soccer, baseball, just being a kid, ninja turtling up. Ninja, who was your guy, Michelangelo? Nah, I, was, I liked Raphael. Yeah. Oh, all right. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel it like... It puts a lot of things... After, like, learning and growing into myself, it puts a lot of things in perspective. Like, <laughs> yeah, I probably do like that guy. Michelangelo was a comic relief. I feel yeah. like every kid loved... You, you loved him. I mean, you love... Everyone loved Michelangelo. Yeah. But I I just... I don't know. I like the bad attitude sometimes. Donatello had that cool weapon, too. Remember that shit? The that- stick? <laughs> Donatello was like... He was the nerd. Leo was the leader. Yeah. Michelangelo was the... You know, like the funny guy, the the little kid, the goofball. He was my guy. And then Raphael was always like the too serious, like, why are we doing this? So let's get into this. The Buffalo Bills, they were 11 and 5, second in the AFC East. Head coach was Marv Levy in his seventh season. Uh, Playoff road, they took down the Oilers 41 to 38 in OT. Divisional, they took down the Steelers on the road. Uh, And then the AFC Championship. At at Miami, twenty nine to ten, key players. They had ten Pro Bowlers. Ten. Dude. They had a lot. They had this. We got. We we can't forget. This is their third consecutive Super Bowl. Yeah. This is their third, and then they go into it the next the next year as well. Jim Kelly, quarterback. He injured his knee though. He, he had a banged up knee yeah. most of this, and Frank Reich was in there actually. Let this. They had the the crazy comeback. I think it was the week before. Uh, where they were down like 30 points in a playoff game with their backup quarterback, who just so happens to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich. And it's a pretty cool story that they even got back to the Super Bowl. That tells you how much talent they had on that team. Yeah, Jim Kelly tries to come in in this game. Wasn't the same. Ken Norton knocked him back out. I mean, it. it, it this is, this is going to be a sad one. We had Steve Tasker. Yeah. Could be the first Hall of Famer for the special teamers. Yeah. He had they, 204 special teams tackles, seven block punts. He had wow. seven block punts that's, in his career. And he blocks a punt here. I seven mean, all pros. I think he's the only special teams in the special teamer in the Pro Bowl to win Pro Bowl MVP. Wow. 
you know, Steve Tasker, I heard a lot about him, you know, with Matthew Slater playing with him, he him being a special team guru, uh, having Scotty O'Brien, the special team, like godfather for the Patriots. He was our special teams coordinator. He'd always talk about Steve Tasker. You know, he's, he's a beast. Damn. Well, this was uh, the, the Buffalo Bills known for the no huddle run and shoot offense. Get the ball out quick. Yeah. Get the ball out quick. And uh, Thurman Thomas at the running back. Andre Reed. Yeah. Bruce Smith. I mean, talk about star power. These are some, there's a lot of Hall of Famers. On and they've got to think they're due. Your third Super Bowl in a row, you've lost the first two. You got to be like, this is our time. Yeah, but you you never know. I don't know. <clears throat> Only the men in that locker room would know that. That's it's, good... it's tough, you know, like, I, I, that, that would be, that's a nightmare. Yeah. That's an absolute. Getting that close. Would Four you, times. Would you rather just and this not is three. be. A, would you rather just not be a playoff team than lose four times in the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. The more wins, the better still. You still want to win. Yeah, but just getting that close is brutal. It's got it, I mean, it, that would hurt. That would, that, I feel for, I feel for Bills Mafia and, and the, the Buffalo Great people. fans. I love my, I love Buffalo Bills fans. The Bills Mafia is fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, it's it's crazy. I've never seen so many different ways and different versions for anyone from the age of five to ninety-five flipping you off after you roll out of there beating the Buffalo Bills. And you have Lord. a great you have a great story there. I'm in Buffalo, and yeah. this is early in your career. No, no. How long? How I this was like 2013. Oh, I thought or, this, this is like 2014 or 15. Oh, I, for some reason it, it went on earlier. a couple. There was a consecutive year. Yeah, I think there was a couple times where literally on the on the field and we've all seen the memes. We've all seen the pictures, but I saw and I have ingrained in my memory for the rest of my life. A 14 inch pink dildo thrown on the field by someone in the crowd. And the crazy thing about it is it had a little smiley face, I believe, and it said Brady's dildo. I mean, and then and then I'm. I'm it was sitting John there. Wayne Bobbitt. He threw it. He got it. <laughs> he got it on set. And I'm, I'm looking at the referee, and he's looking. Everyone's looking at someone like, "Hey, who's picking this thing up?" <laughs> I think I saw one of the refs like kick it with his foot, like he was terrified to touch it. No one was touching. It was it was hilarious. We're in the middle of a fucking drive. I'm sitting here trying to focus. We're we're like, you know, got to be a next play, next play. I see this dildo there. I just start giggling. I'm like, what are we doing? These fucking people are absolutely bananas. I love the whole, the guy goes to the store to get that. Give me your biggest dildo. Pink one. Yeah, I want a pink dildo. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking. Now to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy start to uh, a new generation of Cowboys. They were hurting in the 70s. In this year of 1992, they were 13 and three first in the NFC East. This is the third consecutive NFC East team representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Giants and now the Commanders, but yeah. back then the Redskins, the R words, the R words, R words. Can't even say Redskins anymore. I don't know. You know, yeah. this is you know we 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 we're, we're uh, sensitive to everyone here. <laughs> Except Harvey Weinstein, apparently. Yeah. 
Weinstein, Weinstein, Hitler, and Hitler. Hitler, yeah. I don't Harvey care who and we, Hitler. I don't care who we piss off with that Hitler comment. Yeah. Sponsors want to pull out because we don't like Hitler. That's your problem. They need to get out. And so uh, Jimmy Johnson was in his fourth season as yeah. the head coach. Yeah. Coming from the U, Miami, where he actually won a national championship with our interviewee, Mike Irving. That's Pretty crazy. Cool. That is. It's, it is nuts. He's the first coach ever to win a bowl and a natty. How many times has that been done? I think he's the only Zero? three. Oh, who? Who, who are the others? Barry Switzer with Switz. the Cowboys after Jimmy. And then, most recently, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Mm. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. Um, NFC Championship game. They beat the Niners. That was the hump that they needed to propel Does it them. still hurt? Nah, not really. <laughs> You've had a good life. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just... It hurt at the time. At the time. Yeah. Like that was like heyday of like watching like that's like some of the earliest football memories were watching those old Niner Niner games. You know, Steve Young coming in and going out and then he finally got the monkey off his back the next year when they, yeah. they won. But uh key players for the Cowboys, you of course had Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith led the league in rushing for the second straight year. Mike Killer. Irving killer emmett smith emmett smith he just he just a producer yeah like he wasn't like unlike uh, harvey weinstein he was a good producer <laughs> i guess weinstein's movies were good but he was a bad man bad man emmett smith good producer good producer good man yeah and uh yeah tight end jay no novacek hmm. you had offensive line nate newton crazy good offensive line and the i mean I think you could run behind him. I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> I'd run you know, the other way. Jack, what do you think? Sam's going for at least a thousand yard season. I'm a, a thousand you're giving me? At least I, a thousand. I, Easy. I think, I think I'm getting injured day one and, and walking away from the game. <laughs> they, had, <laughs> they had Leon Lett, yeah. Charles Haley, Ken Norton, which uh, that hurt. That one hurt. Yeah. Because you know, he, then he came over to the Niners. We flip-flopped him, right? We got him after that. Was he that. before or after? He went back to back because after this year, I think he went to the Niners the next year. Mm. Won a Super Bowl with the Niners. Damn. Pretty, pretty nuts. Narrative this year for this team was that the team was trying to recapture Landry's glory years with Jimmy Johnson and having, you know, Jerry, Jerry Jones in there, firing Landry, starting a new chapter of Cowboys history they were coming off their first winning season in five years youngest team at the time in the nfl number one ranked defense not a lot of people talking about that they didn't have a pro bowler how do, how do you how are you the number one defense you don't have one pro bowler i don't know we've i've had i've been on plenty number one offenses where we weren't represented at the pro bowl enough hmm. i think you should have been hmm. i think hmm. you should have been yeah, it was the first Cowboys Super Bowl in 15 years. Mm -hmm. They were out to prove that they were still America's team. And it turned into becoming the t the team of the decade. They dominated. They were they were like the team that people just like, you saw that jersey everywhere. 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 And it was Aikman, Emmett, uh, Irvin, and then later Dion. Those are the ones you saw. 
Dion. I saw you see some Ken Norton. Uh, yeah, I mean those are the three. Those, those are the four. Are, those are the main ones. Those are the main ones. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the game. The Bills. They were, they were cool jerseys. The early ones. I can't confirm, nor can I deny. I'm trying to. Be, I'm not a Cowboys fan either, but we have to be unbiased sometimes here. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean, what's so good? I mean, you want to see a really cool looking uniform? You look at like red and gold. Like red, white, and gold. Forty Niners. Yeah. yeah, people that they mind. are cool. I objectively, they're also cool, cool jerseys. Yeah, I just never, I never, never, never a fan of the Cowboys jersey. A star. Mm. Eh. I mean, hey, what do you guys think? Am I am I off base here? No, Jack. They're classics. I hate to admit it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're classics. I was never a blue guy, red guy. You don't like blue? Yeah. You are in red and I'm in blue right now. This feels like a like a turf war. It's just some gang shit on our podcast. Exactly. You know, in my high school, you couldn't wear any shades of red or blue. What What would you wear? I mean, I, I would still wear some shades of red, but you weren't technically supposed to because of the gang relations. Shit. Norteños and Sorreños. And then later on, you end up wearing red all the time, right? Or blue, I mean. Both. I, my... My accent color that I always wore, Sam, red yeah. gloves. All red gloves. Yeah. That was my thing. That was my shtick. Are you dipping right now? Ah, you know, getting a little fired up for Mike. <laughs> this is firing me up. <laughs> it's firing me up. This is the first game between Dallas and Buffalo since 1984. Yeah. The Super Bowl was originally scheduled for Tempe, Arizona, but then was moved to Pasadena, because beautiful place, Pasadena. Why would they move it? Governor Evan Meacham canceled Arizona State's holiday to honor the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Hmm. Meacham. That's like House of Cards. Remember that guy Meacham? Me Meacham. How would he say it? Meacham. He was the guy, the bodyguard he had gay sex with. Remember? Hooked up with his wife. Was, it, was that? I, I, you I, never watched House of Cards? I did. I watched like the first like four, three seasons or something. It was good. I was into it, but it was solid. I, I, I fell off. I have so much ADD when it comes to like staying on a, a series. Yeah. You know, and then like sometimes I'll go to a different house and like my HBO is not working or my Netflix. I, don't, I forget the password, but my Amazon's in there. So then I'll just end up going to somewhere that, you know what I mean? It's It's almost too much to handle. Your your living situation's a house of cards. It's a house of cards. Yeah. Got no jokers in there. <laughs> that could just all the time slap it. Uh thirty second ad cost eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Nineteen ninety two. Ninety three. That's expensive. That's a lot of dough. I wonder what it is now. Yeah, what is it? What is an ad thirty Jack, second? How ad much go is for? a thirty second Super Bowl ad now? Last year it was six point five to seven million. That's a lot of money. Seven million dollars. That's a lot of money to spend on an ad. Seven million dollars. Remember in Twins when It's Austin Powers. No, they, when uh Danny DeVito was negotiating with the guy that had the, the engine in the back of the car in Twins and he was like he used to boost cars and then he thought he was getting like eight grand he's like no i can't go eight i want 15 and the guy goes if you don't want eight million dollars and he goes 
Mil? I don't know. That's where my mind went. Shout out Danny DeVito. Love DeVito. DeVito's one of the best. Insane career. Insane career. Insane. Famous back from like, remember One Full of the Cuckoo's Nest? That's Danny DeVito. Yeah. He's in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was the like, penguin in Batman Returns. Great. Pe- that, that's a penguin. You see Colin Farrell. He's just playing an Italian guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm the penguin. Oh. I'm like, are you? Or are you just an Italian? Nah, yeah, it's... Danny DeVito was a penguin. That guy was eating fish. And he, I mean... Fish heads. He like kinda, a real penguin. Yeah. Tyler would argue Sidney Crosby is the best penguin. You always have to go there, Kyler. Always You always have there. to bring Crosby into the mix. Oh, he is a damn good penguin. He's, we can't... he's a good penguin. Things we remember... Buffalo and poor Jim Kelly. Poor Jim Kelly. Are going into their- Great quarterback, too. Great quarterback. Yeah. They're going into their third, third consecutive loss of the Super Bowl. Turns into four the next year after playing the Cowboys again, second consecutive year, and that's when the Cowboys went back to back on them. Mm-hmm. We also remember Jimmy Johnson after the game. How about them Cowboys? Classic. Hate to say it, but it's classic. It's classic. It's classic. Over, yeah, and we also remember they won against the Niners. Things we may have forgotten. This was the last time a Super Bowl was hosted in a non-NFL stadium. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It is. It is. I mean, I remember the Niners played over at Stanford. They won a Super Bowl at Stanford. I think it was either 81 or... They, so weird. It's, But those were because they, they, had, they held bigger crowds than the NFL stadiums. And now, because of the contracts of getting these these stadiums and a lot of sometimes most of the time that you have taxpayers paying for this because the the NFL promises that they'll bring the Super Bowl event to the city therefore mm-hmm. helping the economic stimulus of the whole entire city so that it, now it's like negotiated in that it has to go into these these stadiums cuz that's how it helps pay them off I think interesting Jack do we have a note yeah Garth Brooks actually uh, scheduled to sing the national anthem, accompanied by Marley Matlin, who was going to sign the anthem for deaf fans. And Brooks came very close to not performing his anthem, nearly left the stadium in a dispute with NBC and the NFL because um, they were refusing to uh, run the video for his song, We Shall Be Free, which was protesting uh, a lot of the racial unrest in the country and the Rodney King riots. Uh, in the crowd, John Bon Jovi. The NFL was prepared to turn to Bon Jovi to sing it if Garth uh, left the stadium, but they showed the video, coaxed him back in, back in, and uh, Garth got up there and belted it out. Uh, just a little side note. Garth, Garth, fight the power. Jeez, look at look at old John Bon. bon like Jovi. I like I like Bon Jovi. Yeah, he's a good. He, time. He's a friend. Is he's he? A, yeah, he's a friend. John Bon Jovi's pretty cool. <laughs> That's a hell of a name drop right there. Uh, well, he's he's friends with Mr. Kraft, and so he was always mm. in our locker rooms. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so we developed a little. He's such a, he's a really good guy. I forget how many people Julian knows right sometimes because because I'm like, oh yeah, I like Bon Jovi. He goes, yes, he's a he's a friend. <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't oh. trying, but I just want to give him. No, I mean, he's going to listen to this. You've met, you've and met, I can't just like run over his name if he listens to our podcast. Yeah, and no, I you've met say, cool people. Yes, we've him. had Rose at his house in Hamptons. Okay, I got a little, and he's got a rose company coming how's out. His, how's his Hamptons place? Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Very Damn, beautiful. good stuff, Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, he's very into 
like did you spend the night there no i didn't spend the night we just did he ask you did he say you could if you wanted to i didn't want to ruin my welcome fair enough you know so i i didn't even i didn't even i didn't want to put that in his on his plate but was, he built he, bu- he busted out some nice rosé yeah he's got his his son has a rosé company we're gonna have to figure it out what it is we'll give him a little shout out but yeah it was delicious rosé and it was a beautiful summer night yeah, it was. it was a beautiful summer night. John Bon Jovi listening, some good tunes, drinking some rosé, talking about, you know, recovery. You know, he's he's big into his body. Really? Yeah, very big into his body. So he's always talking, you know, about like how how did you recover when you got older in age, and you know that's we developed a little relationship over that. I love it, John. Yeah. If you're listening, thank you. We we he's got some good stories about the Giants. We should get him on somehow. Let's get Bon Jovi on. Let's He's got some word. really good stories about the Giants that he he told me. He was like their good luck charm for a while in the 80s. No shit. Yeah, he was always on the sideline and shit. He was hanging out with like Belichick back when he, Belichick was an assistant coach. Let's get him on, man. You got to get him on. OJ did the coin toss for this game. This was right before uh, his... It's literally very, very close, huh? Yeah. This is 93. It happened in 94. Yeah. Boy, what a... Maybe he was doing his own little coin toss. Maybe he was like, heads, I forgive her. Tails, I don't. Two-Face. Two-Face, dude. OJ, he's a, he's a two-face. He can be very pleasant on TV. He could also be a murderer. Did you see him recently like in Vegas with some chicks? Like, no, what did he do? It was weird. Wasn't it? Did you guys see that? Yeah, OJ's all over the place out there. OJ's, he's in Vegas? Yeah, he's in Vegas, just hanging. It's crazy that he got off the murder charge, but then he went away for stealing memorabilia. That's one of the all-time... His like, memorabilia. Yeah, his own shit. That's one of the all-time weird spins. Yeah, what goes around comes around, I guess. <laughs> Not really, because he's out now. It's literally if like... If Wein- it's like if Weinstein went down for tax evasion. You'd be like, all right. That's how they got Capone. Yeah. That's how they got Capone. Yeah, and he also, didn't Capone die of, like, syphilis or something? He did die of syphilis. Weird. And he did some, uh, some... Is that a gangster way to go out or no? Mm. That's a good point. Did he get in prison? How do you, ooh, that's tough. Alcatraz, he did. You ever been to Alcatraz? Never. It's awesome. Yeah, I gotta go. It's It's fun. All right, let's get to the gaming corner presented by WinBet. What's the prop bet going to be? I don't know. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, I mean, I mean, saying America's team as much as possible. Like, can we hit America's team seven times? I think we could do it. Is that too high? Is seven crazy? Or you could do how, how many about, times? How about them Cowboys? That's like a four for me. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Isn't that how... For those of you new to the pod, we do this every week. This is a prop bet. We we throw it into the interview. We try to make it a little fun. Um, how about the National Football League? How many times will Michael say that? <laughs> At least three. All right. So we got three that we can. No, nah, so two two and a half should be the spread. We, let's, let's do. We got we got to do the America's team because this is America's. Team. This is America's team, right? For the nineties, no question. 70s in 70s all right let's go hear from old mike but before then 
Let's take a quick break. And now, here on Games with Names, presented by WinBet, we are joined by my favorite teammate of my new team. Even though you love all your teammates equally. Three-time Super Bowl champ, two-time second all-pro, NFL 1990s all-decade team. Of course, my teammate on Inside the NFL, which streams on Paramount Plus, of course, they call him the playmaker, and he's the current Jumbotron star over at Jerry World himself. We got Michael Irving. Holy moly. Mike, I got a question. What's up, man? Do you have your workout gloves on right now as we speak? Hey, I have my workout gloves on right Mike, now. You can't, I be just putting, you can't be putting your workout gloves on and having them in here to let everyone that's watching this know oh, that you're still up. saying. Can we see them? Hey, wait, that just took them off. Hold oh. on, dude. dude you wait. ain't got to see these gloves on me to know that I'm putting in that work. You see these guns on me. I did. I honestly, I noticed your arms. I didn't notice them. That's right there. That's all. Let, let the results speak for themselves. That's all I'm saying, June. Well, are we, are we, I just want to let you know, like, are we, are we lotioned up and are we, we have all the chapstick and everything? Cause I've never no, no, seen no. anyone. I never, I've never seen anyone lotion up as much as Mike. I got to tell a quick story <laughs> before anything. Seen, you haven't seen me on the I got to tell you a quick story. <laughs> I got to yeah. say this quick story. Okay. Yeah. My guy comes in fresh off plane. We're in production meeting, 1030. Mike comes in with no shoes or socks on. He pulls out some lotion and he's lotioning his feet, which is it's great. Ankles, feet, hands, everything. But the uncool thing about it was right after my guy comes and starts touching my face, hugging me up with with lotion feet. I'm see, I'm not a feet guy. I'm not a feet guy. Oh my God. And Mike is over here and he's putting oh them in God. between his toes and shit. So, you know, like those are like the dirt. And then he's rubbing me on my face saying, Jules, I love you. And I'm like, oh my God. I couldn't Dude, believe it. So, so I just, I'm, I'm just uh -huh. making sure. Are we lotioned up? Yeah, I, I, I'm lotioned up. But you let me tell you, that was so funny too. I remember the first time I heard you. And I, I was like, yeah, I did do I never even thought about it. I was just, you know what I'm saying? And I'm dark and I get real ashy, you know what I'm saying? But so I got to get between the toes and all of that when I do load shit up. But I didn't think about it. I do climb all over a dude right after that, though. And I didn't think about it. That was so funny, man. Oh, that's so me, though. That's so me. It, it, yeah, it was funny until I got a whiff of it. <laughs> and it, it was all up in my face. Hey. And my feet are cool, man. My feet are good. They're great. I keep them pedicure. I stay manicured and pedicure. I'm one of those, you know, one of those guys. That, that makes sure I keep it all right. The Manscaped guy, that's what they call him, right? Manscaped. Yeah, we got to get yeah, you an endorsement right. with them. We got to get you a little endorsement well, with them. Well, I, I appreciate that. If you get me some more money coming in, I can take that. I ain't going to never say no to that. Clearly, How you guys I mean, doing over there? We're doing good, man. We're good, man. I mean, we're, we're pumped to have you on. You know, I, we're both, you know, children of the 90s. So you were an inspiration. We knew... You, we knew you partied in the 90s and you still got results on the field. And as a, as a 90s kid, I was kind of like, oh, if I party, I can be a pro athlete. I didn't know you also had to have talent and work ethic. But you inspired so many kids because that those stories were just out there, you know? I know. I know. And it, it, it's so amazing, too. Because like, 
Maybe I set something off wrong. Because the reality is, during the season, it was different. At least the parting. I ain't saying stop. I'm just saying it. It, 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 I, I had to measure it doing a little bit more during the season. All season, you had a little more fun. But, but you know what I mean? I, I didn't mean to send that mixed message that you can stay out all night and show up and work hard and still win. That's not necessarily the reality, even though I did do it. <laughs> not everyone's Mike. Not everyone's Mike. Not everyone's a playmaker. Jerry Jones used to say, Jerry, this one time I came, we came in late. Uh, we, we were out all night, as a matter of fact. Me and I won't name the guy. We were out all night because it was a Thursday night. We used to go out Thursday night because Friday is a light day. Then, you know, you go to the hotel Saturday to play Sunday. So we're out all Thursday night hanging out with him and booming. And we walk in for the 9 o'clock meeting at 9.30. I mean, Jimmy was hot. He turned to me. So I'm so, that's so corner at you. You're the leader. He turned to the other dude to get your shit and get out. And he cut him on the spot. He cut him on the spot, you know. And then that day we had to have a team meeting. And that's Kmart. Calvin Martin used to sit in the room and say, listen, man. Listen, man. Y'all, 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 y'all. That's how you talk. Y'all, 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 y'all keep me ready with Michael. Listen, Mike, 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 Mike ain't going nowhere. Mike, 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 Mike went out all night and went, down, went all day. Y'all can't do that. Y'all ain't clear. Y'all going to be out of here. You know, so we had to have a whole team meeting. And, and then they really got me a, uh, they got me a security team. Nobody else went out with me but my security team that they paid for just to make sure that I was where I needed to be. Is that, that's, I mean, that's when you know you're a legend is when the rules get adjusted to you. Say, so, uh, all right, he's not going to so be Jimmy, here. So just you can't say that. Jimmy will never say he adjusted the rules to me. He just said, he'll say that, you know, I made sure that certain people we can let go and there's certain people you work with a little bit better. But he'll never say he adjusted the rules. Nah, yeah, yeah, definitely not. But, you know, maybe gray area, the rule for some people. Gray area. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jim is a lot like Bill in that sense, uh, Jules. You know what I mean? He's going to have his foot on everybody. He's going to be the leader. But, but I don't know if Bill's this way, but Jimmy will creep behind the back and make sure he learns the personality of that player. He did that for Charles Hayes. And Charles told me, he said, Charles, I, I just don't like to be called out. You know, I was called out when I was a kid. I don't like to be called out. You can pull me aside and get on me as hard as you want. You know, and and, and they worked around that. But, you know, he was one of those psychologist majors that, that wanted to mess with your mind. And he was he was brilliant about it. And that, I mean, that's what great leaders do. They, they find what makes right. their guys perform at the best level right. that they can perform. Right. And, you know, with Mike, it just so happened that he has to go out on Thursdays until nine o'clock. And with Charles Haley, you can't, you can't yell at him. All right. You, that, that's called great leadership. That's what that is. That's you know, that is. I love that these that's young really guys. Oh, I love that these young guys can't keep up with you on the field, but then also you take them out partying and they can't keep up with you partying. Like you're showing, they, they get cut. There's only one playmaker. There's only one playmaker. <laughs> There's only one you're, playmaker. You're, you're a legend on both ends here. Well, and that, that was that guy. I, this guy can't, I, well, this guy's a whole different thing. It takes three eggs now to recover from anything. You know what I mean? Not saying I don't try to give it a whirl every now and then just to see what kind of man I still am, but but I, I'm certainly not the man I used to be. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about Super Bowl 27. Oh, the man. start. The start. 
yeah. of America's team becoming America's team once again. They fell off in the 80s. In the 70s, they took three down. And then in the 90s, I had to see them all the time beating up on my fucking Niners every year in the playoffs, having these epic bat- battles. Now, Jimmy Johnson said, once you guys played the 49ers, and if you get past them, it was cake. Is that true? Yeah, yeah we looked at it that way. That was... That was in, in Super Bowl twenty seven. We were not even supposed to get past the 49ers. That was that was that. Oh, this team's probably a year away team, you know. But the mentality we had going into that game, dude. Oh my God, dude. So let me tell y'all, it was it was insane because we we we. I knew we would win that game. I knew it because it was like everybody would say, I, I, "I'm literally ready to die to win this game." Literally, whatever it takes. We're going to win this game. We were really literally ready to die to win that game. And I remember taking a hit on a, on a skinny post, on an on eight-route skinny post. Hit me. They helicoptered me. They hit me so hard. I yeah. red ball. I'm holding ball right here. Boom. I hit the ground. And, you know, everybody thought I was hurt. Emmett came over. I, he said, you good? I said, I'm good. I'm good. He said, get up. Let me get this touchdown. Thanks for dropping it on the one. You know? And it went. We had that mentality, man. And no matter what, people all the time, that's, that's, the, that's the greatest. It was the first. There's no way you can top the first. We always want to try to say, well, as the second one was just as good. Tell me lies. Stop it. There's Mike, no way you can top the first. And the it, first for me was the best. Yeah, but that's, it's, it's, I think mine all. You can top it if you get this, if you go get the MVP in a later one, like you did, too. <laughs> Mike, you could have gotten, gotten the MVP Bowl here, though. I should have got it on Super Bowl 30. If I would have gotten it at 30, then that would have been my best. I was this close. <laughs> if they wouldn't have gotten me on that pass in a fear, I would have gotten Super Bowl 30 MVP. You say that, but then also the second one that you know we won in New England, we, we just so happened to have the, the biggest comeback in the history of the game Right in that game. So, like, it's like, you know, the... I don't know. But, tomato, but, tomato. But for, you, so people, for you, for but for you, if you topping it with those things, see, number one, the first one's going to be the best, unless specifically I'm topping your other ones with some. So the second one, if I get MVP, oh, my great MVP, or, 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 or I make it the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, then that's my MVP. That'd be the one. That first one for us, we we we, we were we scored fifty two points. I think this record was fifty nine. You know, hey, we would have gotten that if Don Beebe Don didn't Beebe. the ball from, from Leon Lett. You know what I'm saying? He, didn't script that, he was trying to do the Michael Irvin. He was trying yeah, to do the Michael Irvin. Yeah, you talk, you mentioned <laughs> you taught him that. You mentioned Leon. We saw Leon do some hilarious things. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. He does the Michael <laughs> Irvin. He loses it at what the one yard line. I, I mean, I mean, we, we see Leon do amazing stuff. What's some stuff that we didn't see Leon do that's hilarious? Well, let me tell you something. Big Cat is, and we call him Big Cat, he's the biggest dude in the world and the most gentle dude in the world. And 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 let me tell you what you know. We used to have, you know, media day. You got no media day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Man, we're at breakfast on media day. What is that breakfast? Big Cat sweating pools of sweat. <laughs> sweating pools of sweat. You all right, dude? You all right, man? Yeah, man. Come on, man. What's up? He's so... Afraid to go in front of these cameras. I mean, he's just sweating. 
He's sweating. He had to give him a break. But we don't want a fan of him and everything. It just, he's so afraid to talk in front of the cameras that it just, it, it makes him break out and, and pours and sweat, man. But he's the greatest dude you ever want to know, man. The greatest teammate, greatest dude in the world. He just doesn't want to be in front of a camera. Oh, that, that's definitely not true for old my guy, Mike. That's definitely no, not no, true. Because no, no, no. I, I remember, I remember, I, you know, I was doing my first fucking, my first, I had to illustrate or talk about a play on the big old screen. And I was doing it, and Mike looks at me. He's wait, stop, stop, stop it right now. Julian, you need to look at the camera. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck him. Fuck the screen. You need to let the people see your face because that's who's going to pay you. Right. And I was from that from there on i was over here <laughs> over here swear we got here we're over here and you just bring up a good point but let me tell you something man because he'll tell you this business is learn on the run you learn on the run you gotta pick up these little things man you're like wait a minute i don't know anything. nobody says anything to you so i say okay I, I came in under that when i see other dudes coming i'm gonna try to give them whatever i know whatever i have i want to give it to them that's you a know? bet come in here. You know what I'm saying? I want to help you get better. This is, yeah, I want to help you have what I call a good soft landing. These are soft landings for us. You played the game, and now you get to run your old days talking about the game. You made millions faking them out with your hips. Make a few million talking about it with your lips. Soft landing. <laughs> just soft landing is what I called it. And, and, and that's what it is. So I would tell the Jews, when you're doing these illustrations, now I want you to talk to us, but Talk to them. I once had Deion Sanders when I was doing Best Damn Sports Show. I brought Deion Sanders on. My best friend. I love Deion to the day. Deion Sanders is my best friend. We, you know, so I bring him on. So I want to bring on. I bring on. I want to introduce you. And I had Chris Rose, John Stanley, Tom Arnold sitting with me. Deion, I said, this is my best friend right here. I want to introduce you to my new friend on the set here. And then and Deion was like, you getting ready. I said, don't shake that hand. I'm talking about camera one. Camera two and camera three. He was getting ready to shake the guy's head. I'm like, the cameras are my best friend. And that's what I'm saying, too. You go to these cameras. You go to these cameras as much as you can because the people out there are who you're really communicating with. I I got to ask you real quick about Buffalo because this is their third straight year in the Super Bowl. These fans are hardcore. They talk about football. I mean, like, look – I've been to Buffalo many times, as I'm sure both of you guys. They yeah. talk about the Buffalo wing. They invented it. I feel like if they won a Super Bowl, they'd shut up about the wing for a second. <laughs> Do you feel bad for this fan base taking one from them? I know you won a two. win. You took two. two That's two. right. Two straight. Next yeah. year, two. Right. Yeah, right. two straight. Right. And that, like, bro, you know, and that, I wish they would have won the first one they had when they had the Giants. It was the first one the Giants. No, are the risks, you know, are the Washington Commanders now because they lost all four of those to NFC East teams. You know, all four Super Bowls to NFC East teams. We were the bottom, we were the last two uh, of the loss. But remember that one in Tampa, Scott Norwood missed a field goal. Wide right. Wide right. right. That was there. That was there. I I felt bad for him, but y'all missed y'all. These these last two definitely ain't going to be y'all. I'm sorry. I wish I could have helped you. Oh, I wish you could get back, <laughs> but I can't help you right now. That was it. I thought that one was, was, was the best one, the best chance they had. All right. So they, they come out first quarter. They stop you. Tasker comes out of nowhere, blocks a punt. 
Like, right. You got they start scoring. Does that does that kind of put on our? Oh yeah, we're gonna blow these guys yeah. up. Yeah, we 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 beat the Niners. We're the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, but yeah, after yeah, they yeah, go and and they block this punt, is is that when like, hey, all right, we got to get a little panic in here. Or what are we doing? Right. <laughs> no, let me tell you what happened. <clears throat> With all of that, because you know, you remember the run up. You know the run up to the Super Bowl. They're asking you all these questions. And now it's always about experience. I don't care about it. It's the Super Bowl. The Buffalo's been here twice. It's their, it's their third time, ship first time. I said, a 20 yard in, which I am damn good at running. 20 yards in, a 17 out, you can't stop it. A 20 yard in is a 20 yard in. I don't care if I'm running a Super Bowl or in my front yard. Anyway, it's the same thing. It ain't going to change that. I don't need that spirit. I said, same. I, I get in that game. Oh my God, we all get in that game. And, and when you walk out, and those people were everywhere. My knees, Emmett, we, our knees buckled, and we looked at each other and said, oh, my God, man, this is different. And we started hyperventilating. So early on in that game, we were exhausted from – we were like, we had to catch our breaths. We got to calm down. Calm down. Calm down. And let's start playing football. And, and, and it's so funny because Jimmy said that in the locker room. Jimmy said, listen, we're going to go on this field. We're going to start. Going to be rough early on, but right about in halftime, they're going to start turning the ball over because they, had, they made so many turnovers in, uh, during that year. They were a effective team, but they were loose with the ball. Thurman Thomas was loose with the ball. And he said, we'll start getting those turnovers, and then we'll pour it on. And, I mean, it happened just like that. It, was, it, was, it we, 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 had, we had a tough start because we were hyperventilating and we underestimated Walking in that Super Bowl atmosphere, what that would be like. But then once we got it rolling, like Jimmy said, we poured it on. Yeah, yeah, Mike, we talk about the big three, you, Troy, and Emmett all the time. You guys had a defense with zero pro bowlers that it felt like I was watching the fucking Oprah show. You get a pick. You get a pick. You get a turnover. You get a turnover. Turnover. You guys had nine tur was nine turnovers in the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> like we got to put some shine on the defense. I know you guys are like the and most dynamic. Right, right. But you're right though. You're right, man. And and, and that's what amazed me because even when when Coach talked about it and those things started happening, we were all there just like, wow. You know, to this day, I, I mean, we we you know we we scored. Damn. Quick turnover, get the ball back, bam, I score again. I'm so happy. I this is so a lot of my records go down. Cooper Cup broke my most 100 yard games in a season record. You know, uh, just uh, most 90 yard games in a season in a row record. All, all these records are going down. One record I know will never go anywhere. That Super Bowl record. I scored two offensive touchdowns in 18 seconds because we scored. Got a fumble. I got the next score right back. You'll never break that record. And, and you hit you. You talked about that bang eight or that skinny post where you got hit. Right. And then you go out and you run the same thing. You turn his ass around and you score a touchdown. And then you have the, the like. It's this is like the most patent playmaker touchdown was his second touchdown where he does the jump up, keeps his feet next to the sideline, dives in, gives a forearm, get off my dick. Like, that's that's what I think of. That's what I think of. You know what happened on that play, Dean? Let me tell you something, right? Because I was 
you know, like, Troy, he, he, he's, he's outside. He sounds like, I can get the bang in. I get the bang in. We score on the bang in. Score on the bang in. He moved inside. And, and you know, I said, we come back out. I said, let's, let's, let's do the post. Let's go back to the post. Let's do seven. Let's do the post, uh, post seven. Let's go. He said, I already went. I ran through. I broke out too early. Oh, my God. I broke out too early. You know, so I saw Troy throw the ball. If I see Troy throw the ball, he's cutting on the ball already. Yep. I saw him. I said, oh, snap. I'm early. I should have taken another two steps being break out. So now I'm worried about the pick six. So you put and yourself in between the ball and him. So I tried to kick his ass. That's where my <laughs> leg was up. I was trying to kick him right in his head. Eat your ass for that ball. You know? And, and, and when I was trying to kick him, I kind of missed him. The ball hit me here. And he spit me around. And I happened to land on my leg, on my feet. To get a, get a touchdown. I said, what a great play. I said, listen, man, I had messed that play up big time. That could have easily turned the game right there with a pick six. So uh, rumor has it at halftime that you snuck out and watched Michael Jackson perform. Is that true? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't hear no rumors, but absolutely. Michael Jackson. I came from the ghettos of Fort Lauderdale. The ghettos. Six, I'm the 15th or 17 kids. Never in my life. Have I had any opportunity to see such a uh, such a performer, such a gifted talent in person like Michael Jackson? So absolutely, and, and you know those extended half times, you know. So when we come into halftime, we get together as a team. Everybody goes over everything as a team. Then you break out, right? You break out after you go over the information for the team, what we want to see, what we look. Then you break out to your individual groups. You break out to wide receiver group, tight end, running uh, backs quarterbacks, you know, DBs, everybody break out in the group and start going over the things they need to do. So when we broke off in the groups, I told Coach Ox, Coach, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, I'm worried about I went to the bathroom. I went in there, man. I went, snuck right on around, went outside, watched Michael Jackson. I saw when he came out and stood there for a moment. Everybody, everybody just went crazy. It was insane. It was insane. And then I went, when, when I went back, Coach said, Mike, what took so long? I thought I had to do a one, but I really had to do a two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I really did a three. It's not all the way out. Right? I really enjoyed it, man. And, also, and also Michael, why why are you humming the man in the mirror? <laughs> oh, is he over there humming the music? That's why <laughs> when I got back. That's what you said when I got back. That's what you said. <laughs> I was just seeing that concert, man. It was the same, man. It was the most beautiful thing. You, you, you Juice, you never did that? You know, with now, all of with all the Super Bowls you played in, you never snuck to see that? You think see Bill that? Belichick would... You think you think if Bill Belichick heard I was out there watching <laughs> fucking <laughs> Katy Perry, what do, you, what do you think Bill Belichick would do to me when we're down 28 points in one of them? We're fucking... I, you, we just get scored on the second one. I, who, who were all your bands? Do you remember? Who, who I don't who? even remember. We had Katy Perry... Who do we have, Jack? Jack, who do we have on uh, our Super Bowls? I don't even remember two. That's a good one. I don't remember. Who did I have? I just remember the Michael Jackson. We had Maroon 5. Yeah, you can't risk it all for Adam Levine. That would be a weird one. Yeah, it'd be know? a little, little, little tough. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Jackson, I get. I get Wait, it. Hey, the same thing happened, though. See, this this is the Jimmy Johnson theory or law that I've, I've heard him say, just like Mike said. He cut someone who's not Michael Irvin. Now... This last Super Bowl, Kick Fearson. Remember McPherson, the kicker? He went out and snuck out and watched the halftime show, and then they lost. See, that's the difference. 
there's, there's a playmaker, and if the kicker goes out, like this story, it doesn't matter. He scored two touchdowns, and they're blowing them out. When you have a kicker in in close game, go. What, what are your thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah, that's the well. Well, what you do now, and, and, and it's the same thing when I, I remember I remember Emmett calling me after T.O. ran to the star. Remember he peels and so 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 I said, dude, listen, you still had the second half to fix the problem. If you still had a second half to fix the problem, the kick, but it's the kicker. You know, if it was a, uh, some some real player that really go and affect the game, you know what I'm saying? So just go fix the problem. You got caught sneaking out. Go win the game. Go fix the problem. You still got a second half to do it. And you know what I'm saying? But the kicker, <laughs> yeah, that's just different. <laughs> he got no way to make up for it. You know what I'm saying? Because he can't go win the game unless we put him in position to win. Was that Teague who lit up T.O. at the star? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That was and pretty I cool. And I'll tell you, dog, they, they called me afterwards. Like, like me, you see that? Man, what this? Like, man, get off. Get, get off the phone. Get off the phone. Don't tell me. Dude, you whoop that dude butt. You whoop his team butt. Yeah. But y'all let them finish y'all off in the second half. Now he looks like a star, and you guys look like a fool. Don't call me with this, man. Win the game, and that's all you can do. See? That's, that's, no one remembers if, if you lose. No one will remember it if you lose. If you win, like, just like I would always hate if I had like a big stat game, and then you'd lose the game. You're like, fuck. I hope we win this game at the end because it, it doesn't mean shit if if you lose. <laughs> right. You go 200 yards and lose, and everybody's talking about the game you lose, and and, and, and you sitting there saying, man, I went for 200, man. I went for 200, and nobody. Yeah. It, it's all about winning. That's just what this is, and and I like it that way. I like it. You've been quoted as saying that this was the best you've ever seen any quarterback throw the way Troy Aikman threw in this Super Bowl. Is that is that true? Is, can you Super confirm Bowl that? Super Bowl 27. Super Bowl 27. I have never seen. Let me say juice. That Wednesday practice we had, we had a perfect practice. A perfect practice with UCLA. And, I, and I'll never forget it. It was a perfect practice. I don't remember a ball touching the ground. Everything was a perfect throw. We were crisp. I knew. I knew. I said, we, we, we don't care. We don't care. I said, we don't care. I, I swear, I knew it was. I said, we are going to kill these dudes. And, and we did. We just looked like that once we settled down. But that practice, I, don't, I, I thought, I said, this because Troy's at UCLA. You know what I said? It was That's his home. That's home. That's his spot. That's the spot. Let me give you this. Incidentally, um, uh, uh, Troy, you know, Troy won MVP at the Super Bowl in, in, in L.A., in L.A., where he played college ball. With Emmett won MVP at the Super Bowl in, in Atlanta. I told him, we went, we were not going to Pensacola. The closest we can get is to Atlanta. That's your Super Bowl right there. That's your own Super Bowl. He won MVP. That next Super Bowl was in Miami. 94, I was in Miami. That was, it was against, it should have been against the Chargers, who I, I think Jerry got MVP. That was my MVP. And then the fourth, then the fourth year, we go to Arizona. I still could have won, and I got a pass and a finish call on the touchdown by Cornell Lake. I don't know how to rep saw that, that snatch down because I ran a, 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 a special eight, you know, post corner post on, on that special eight. Dino. And, and he sat inside. And he knew it was coming. And I had to snatch his butt down and catch that touchdown. 
in the rough corner. I wouldn't sign like, man, how you? I argued them all the way. And then when I got inside, like, hey, man, how did you see that? You know what he said? He said, you did grab right? I said, hell yeah, I grabbed him. I said, how did you see it, though? How did you see it? You know, that was the whole thing. It was that past in the fans. And oh, yeah. And, and I met Miss Arizona earlier that week. It kind of broke a rule. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Arizona that too. week and broke the rule. Yeah, and that's yeah, why you yeah. didn't get the MVP, Mike. Because after Thursday night, you know, make the league strengthen up. And, and I went a little deep into the week. You know, because he was. Well, it sounds like it was worth it. Well, I not. I rather have. At the time, at the time, I, it seemed to be worth it. Right. I look back, I'd rather have my MVP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could have put it back here with the other stuff. I, I, I wish I would have. Yeah, but you got that one up here, room. and that's more important. Yeah. Right? <laughs> At what okay, point, I'll you say. blew them out. You blew them out 52-17 to 17 in Buffalo. At what point are you planning the uh, post-game festivities? Third quarter, fourth quarter? Uh, yeah, yeah. About the, about, about, well... When you when you get the blowout going and, and, and like you was talking, that thing just kept coming. And we started seeing turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Yeah, we started that fourth quarter. It, it was on and popping. I'm talking about what we're about to do. Now get this now. That was a bunch of us. That was our first time and we were in LA. Dude, we were throughout of here in LA. We were crashing parties, man. Cause we went and see Jimmy would take us in. Jimmy said, We're going in Sunday. We're going to go on Sunday, that Sunday before. So we're going to have Sunday night, Monday night, Sunday night and Monday night off. Do what you want. Do whatever you want to do. We're going to do media day Tuesday, start practice Wednesday. So he would always bring everybody. He would tell everybody, no why, no significant girlfriend until Wednesday or Thursday. Don't, he don't want anybody to come in. He wants you guys to go out and do the man thing. And yeah, we would go out and do the man thing. We crash parties in L.A. Crack. They were doing a LaFace record party something. Man, we were so rambunctious up in that party. We were on the microphone said, can you guys please keep it down in the back? Said, we are the party. We're here for the Super Bowl. We were so stupid, dog. It was, it was the most fun Super Bowl. And, any celebrity, any celebrities in LA? I mean, that's like the celebrity capital. Anyone you remember partying with you guys either before or after the Super Bowl? Uh, you guys remember also what also happened now? Yeah, we had a lot of, remember, uh, was it Matt Johnson? Remember his his bodyguards got, got into it with uh, one linebacker, what's the, what's the, name? the linebacker guy's name? Uh, not Bennett, the other good, great linebacker. Got into it with one, and, and Ken Norton? pretty good. Uh, no, 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 one of Buffalo line, one of the Buffalo Bills linebackers. I forgot his name, I forgot his name on the tip of my tongue. Daryl Talley? Talley, 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 yeah, Talley, with Talley, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys, yeah. So, so yeah, we saw many, many stars. And, and dude, I don't know, I better not tell those stories about how Tally made the roll them on the airplane. I'm not going to tell that story about how they had to roll them on the airplane the next day because, you know, they were so drunk. And we were going to the Pro Bowl. So we all had to get on the plane to go to Hawaii together. <laughs> and we were waiting for Tally. They're rolling them on on the wheelchair. <laughs> trying to put them in the chair. I was like, dude, I'm doing Buffalo. Well, they could drink. I got to give it to them. They could drink. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, you won a natty in college? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With I, Jimmy. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, with Jimmy. And then well, you won a Super Bowl with Jimmy. Went to a two, yeah. Two bowls with me. Two, yeah. two, two. What was he different from pro when he was in the pros and when he was in college, or was he kind of the same with you because you knew him? Well, Jimmy was always the same. It's just he used different, different motivational tactics, motivational tactics. Yeah. tactics. In college, when we had bad practices, you know, Jimmy would bring everybody up, man. It's like you, you gotta imagine that. Cause remember, you hear the 30, 30, 30 for thirty story about Miami. You hear about how Coach Howard Stellerberger went in all the inner cities, the ghettos, and got all of us to bring us to Miami, you know. And then and, and when I got there, Howard Stellerberger recruited me, but then Howard left and went to USFL, and Jimmy came in. So so Howard and come in the ghettos and all that, got everybody, and then Jimmy came in. He was a smart man. Jimmy knew. Jimmy knew how big it was. For those guys, for all the men, the guys like me, the Brett Fairman, the Melvin Bragg, the Love Ice Smith, all the guys that come out of the ghetto, and we got four years scholarship, and we will be in college. So we have practices. Jim will bring up. I know y'all think y'all got a four year scholarship, but y'all better read the fine print. Those scholarships are one year renewable. And I'm going to get y'all bus out here. This is going to probably be sending everybody home. You home for us. Or the, the ghetto. Ain't nobody going home. What are you talking about? And man, I'm talking about you would see some of the greatest plays made on the football field with the talent we had and that fear in our head. I mean, it was snatching passes. Now you come to the league, Jimmy would use a different tag. Jimmy would say, I heard him say, well, I, I will cut you and make sure you never play again in this league, you know, <laughs> basically saying the same thing and scare you. He used that real fear, and he was serious. He was serious. He used that real fear to, to bring the best up out of you. And, and, and I, I, like, I like a coach that keeps you on edge. That's what Belichick does. He keeps you on edge. So you make sure you come in here and give us what you got. What about, what about Jerry Jones? What, what's something we don't know about Jerry? What's something like <laughs> how like how like, Jerry's getting a bad rap right now? Yeah. I how do we clear the I how do we clear the air for him? I love Jerry, man. Jerry Jerry's a great dude, man. He really is. And, and a loyal, loyal dude. And, and 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 Jerry worked his way up. You know, certainly dad gave him an opportunity. But but look at what he's done with the opportunity. You guys, you guys always said that I measure man at distance travel. Don't tell me about where you are. Tell me about where you started. Let me see where you are, and I shall measure measure you accordingly. Gary certainly has some opportunities, but what he's done with them and what he's built. When he first first bought Dallas Cowboys, I mean, Jerry would come in. He talked about the Dallas Cowboys, and he talked about like it was the biggest and the greatest thing God has given this earth. And that's really what he's gone out and sold, that the NFL is the biggest and the greatest thing God has given his earth. That's how they just got another $130 billion from everybody. I don't know how much money they get now for these TV deals and all of that. You understand the money they are making? You see what I mean? And Jerry is a big part of that, man. He's a great businessman, and he, and, and he worked his way up, and he always looks, he always looking for somebody and some guy to help. And for me, what I love him for, every, every one of my negotiations and everything, when I first came out of Miami, I said, Jerry said, I want you sitting in on everything. I want you learning about all of this so you don't become the story like all of these other guys in the end 
that don't have anything. He says, I want to make sure that I'm not just talking to people that work for you or represent you, that you are in those meetings. And I appreciate them for that. You can say a lot of things about Jerry Jones, but the one thing you know is that my guy loves his Cowboys. He, like, really believes yeah. what you just yeah. said. Like, they are the biggest. Yeah. And then that's, you know, that that's that's a cool thing if you're that passionate about what you're doing and he, and what you love. Like, he loves the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a little too it, much. It's a little yeah, too dude, much it, when he's over he here dipping his. He bought him for 140. He bought him for 140. It was, it was six, seven, eight billion now. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hell of a runway. You know what I'm saying when I'm talking about measurement distance travel, you know. That's a hell of a runway right there, man. I mean, he literally, he brought America's team back to America's team. And sure, we could say, you know, who is America's team truly? Is it the Cowboys? Is it the Patriots? Is it the Giants? We'll never know. But in the no, 90s. We, I, hey, listen, you you good, though. You good. I'm cool. Man. I'm cool. I'm cool with you throwing the Patriots in. I'm cool with you saying the Cowboys I mean, are the Patriots. I was going to let that ride. But you cannot drop them damn giants in there. I, 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 you cannot Michael, drop them giants. Who beat the Patriots? I, if the Patriots are America's team, oh they God. lost twice to the Giants. <laughs> you got it. They got to be in the conversation. <laughs> the only reason, the only reason, I, I, the, it's a viable option for the Patriots that basically defended off the red coats of Britain that made the militias, that America's was made in Massachusetts, like red, white, and blue. Like <laughs> Giants colors as well, by the way. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I never thought, I knew red, white, and blue. I never thought about the Giants really wearing their colors. I thought about them as big blue, but not red, white, and blue. It's certainly not America's thing. But what I hear people all the time saying, you know, that, that, that. We'll besides put a pin in this discussion. Two, we'll come back. Besides those two championships, Eli wouldn't get to be a Hall of Famer. You, just those two games right there is what's going to make Eli a Hall of Famer. I, I think he's a Hall of Famer anyway. I do too. Agreed. I mean, finally, some common yeah. ground here. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I do think in the 90s, it was no question. You guys ran the 90s. You guys were so dominant. I mean, you're the reason so many people I grew up with are cowboy fans because you guys kept winning. It was like cool to be a Cowboys fan. I mean, they they ha they travel well. We were talking about it. I remember they came and played us in Foxborough, and and they they had a lot of fans there. They had a lot of fans, and you know, to wrap this thing up, you know, do you think you guys probably could have maybe got two or three more Super Bowls if you didn't change those awful fucking jerseys in 1995? You know what, man? It's I, I mean, I you got to look good to play good, more. and you didn't look good with those. Those <laughs> things know, are ugly. It, that, that, did not, that didn't slow down the run. I won't say stop the run, but, but it did slow. What slowed down the run is I lost my coat. I, we, now, now, Jude, only because y'all have done what you have done after us, that I look at it sometimes. Well, I, I, even before then, I was, I, we, we look at it like I go to dinner. Uh, Troy and I are sitting around get something to eat. Not a time that we sit together that we don't say, man, we should have won five. We should have won four. We should have won five. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we're, we're always talking about what we should have done. I tell God, listen, I feel so sorry for every dude that walk off this field without one. I live with regret and I have three. Yeah. I have three. And I'm always talking about I wanted five for the state. I 
can only imagine what they must be going through if they got zero. You see what I'm saying? It must be hell for them if they got zero. If I'm going through what I'm going through and I have three. Yeah, I, I get it. I You always think about, you know, the shitty sh- things you didn't do, not the great things. Like in a game, you you have a crazy amount of plays, you great catches, but you right. think about that one that, 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 that one damn ball. And one ball that got away. That one I, ball I, that got away. That one ball, I keep grabbing that vodka. Come on. Why can't I just catch that one? I should have got that one. Because I'm trying to sleep my misery on that one damn pad when I had 215 yards. And I'm thinking about that one pad. Man, you could have had 265. That would have been a 50 yard. Right off the bat. It runs you crazy. I get it. And, you know, want to thank you for coming on our, our, our podcast talking about Super Bowl 27. I have my, my last question to, to, to let you go off. What, what's the, did you hire a choreographer for the, the Jumbotron uh, for this season's plans? Like, are we, we got something new? Do you got to dance? Or, or is that why you're working out? Because you, you wear a really small T-shirt when you were on the Jumbotron, so you're working out with the workout gloves getting ready for the Jumbotron. You know what that looks like, though? I, I, I usually do those. Well, I usually shoot them at August, so I got a little time. And we 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 have to go through the off season, and what I do is pick out the words and and use the things that Coach McCarthy's been talking and, and saying to his team all day. And, and Move I'll, on, right, time right, management. Right, 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 right. When no I interceptions. It, I try to talk to turn it in there, and then I put it together and a masterpiece on that big screen. And this big screen is so big, and then my arms are big. I even look bigger on the big screen. And I make sure when you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you got to wake up in the morning. You're going to watch me on TV somewhere. And then before you go to the game, you're going to watch me on that Jumbotron. I am definitely impressing my man, impressing myself right upon your brain. Bam! You can't see the Cowboy without seeing me. And that's the truth. You can't see the Cowboys without seeing <laughs> the playmaker back in the day, modern day on TV, or when you're at jerry land and you're eating down a hot dog and you look up at that big old screen and you see a guy who's in shape wearing a size medium t-shirt saying great punchlines. <laughs> you know you are watching michael hey, irving a, a legend hey, on the field hey. and, and great on tv too man thank you so hey, much let for me tell you this one thing too the speaker jerry, 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 said, jerry said that one time we were negotiating i'm in the negotiation room and he and i was going at it and i said jerry he said, Michael, you know, what if I'm going to make a decision and move things? If, you, if, if, if we can't work out these numbers, I can move you to Cincinnati, maybe for a car I'll pick. I, I, I can go to car. I, I can go do that. I said, I bet I can turn, I can turn Cincinnati into a championship discussion where I, I can turn Cincinnati. And he thought about it for a while. And he said, Michael, you know what? Listen, he said, when I see you, you know what I see? I see you. I, I think about Magic Johnson. In the Los Angeles Lakers. What is magic without the Lakers? And what are the Lakers without magic? He said, when I see you, that's how I see you. He says, Michael Irvin in the Dallas Cowboys. He says, strong what I'm saying to you. If a bomb hit Valley Ranch right now and today, that's where we practice that. That's why it would work. And he said, blew everything up. And everything is gone. When the smoke clears, you and me, we're going to still be here, baby. So we might as well work out these numbers right now, because they ain't paying this kind of money at me, dog. 
was an exact word. I was like, okay. I was like, well, where were you with that number again? <laughs> and we worked it out. But he's a funny dude. I just appreciate it. But I, I, I held on to that. That, that. You know, me and the Cowboys, we belong together. That's the way that is. Truth, I believe you and the Patriots belong together. You're a hard worker that worked your way up. We're talking about America's scheme. You went the highest draft and all of that stuff, man. That's called connectivity. That's why you're on TV. That's why you can still inspire people, man. Keep doing the things you guys are doing. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you. You're the best. I'll see you soon. Where are you? All right, bro. No, I'm at home. No, I'm in Dallas. I'm in oh, I'm at one of my homes in Dallas, you know. But I'll, I'll be heading to Florida and then heading out to New York, did to I, L.A. Did I hear one of your homes in Dallas? One of your homes? Yep. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. the Dallas yeah, yeah. Cow. I got many homes here and many homes in Florida. But I, I, I used to call, as I buy them, I call them summer homes. But some of my brothers and sisters always move in and don't ever leave. I'm telling you, I got, they, they've been living in my houses for 35 years now. Since I got in the league in 1988, and they never pay rent, and they never leave. I just, it's, it's, it's just what it is. I, I, that's why I keep buying new houses, but they keep moving in. So I'm going to give them one. It's a good problem to have, soon. though. It's a, it's a great problem to have. <laughs> you got 16 brothers and sisters. Yeah, it, 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 it's an issue. It's an issue. It's an issue. That's, oh, why that's, I, true. I, that's why I always know how to work with teams because I've been working with a team all my life. So so it all works out. The ultimate team player, the ultimate playmaker. I love you, bro. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, guys, man. Good luck, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. That was a good interview. He was awesome. Great energy. Always. Yeah. Anytime we had him on the show, he just he's just a fun, energetic dude. He's one of your favorites, you said. Lo- Maybe your favorite, right? Eh, one of them. Yeah. One of them. I mean, you, you have different relationships with each guys, you know? Yeah. But uh, he he's just fun. He, he's great. He's a legend. It's awesome to talk to him. What's the legacy for this game? It's actually a big game. There's yeah. a big legacy because this was the start. Absolutely. I mean, what's the legacy to any the first championship for any dynasty? You got to say it's, it's pretty huge. Yeah. Uh, this kick-started the decade. And they said they knew they were going to win going in, and that type of confidence, it's like, that shows you how they were built, kind of. Yeah, but I, I think the NFC was, they were pretty much dominating the AFC. Like, I don't I don't think they won a Super Bowl at this point in t- since, like, 1984 with the Raiders. I be- is, that, is that right? I, I think that's right. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy. And they were like the youngest football team. So like you automatically know if you're young and people are under contract, especially at this time where there really wasn't a salary cap. So they were just paying guys. And you got, you got the win. And you got set up. You're set up for some years, which they went on and did. They back to back it. They went the next year, beat the Buffalo Bills again. That's terrible for the Bills. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, Buffalo. You're good people. That's a it's a tough, tough. That's a tough one to swallow. It is a tough one. I really do like their team right now. I, I, I in all honesty, I was rooting for the Bills to beat the Chiefs and go last year because I wanted to see, I want to see the Buffalo Bills win a Super Bowl. Me too. As, as like a sports fan, as someone who appreciates how hard they go, I like Josh Allen and and Diggs is awesome. They're they're, yeah. they're a cool team. 
They are. And, and, and honestly, I think it's their fan group. It's their, their fan base, Bill's Mafia. And they, they played in my division. Yeah. I played them a lot. And usually you hate people in your division. I could say I hate the New York Jets. But I don't hate the Buffalo Bills. You, it's hard, right? It's hard. I, you know, like, I always respected them. They're always good football teams. And, uh, you know, it, I've had some great times in Buffalo. I remember you told me one. I want, I want to hear it. Yeah, like, so I think it was 2009 or it could have been 2010. It was early in my career. It was late in the season. We clinched the AFC East with a win in Buffalo. It was, that real, it was a real cold, freezing game, windy game. And we got snowed into Buffalo. And there was a huge hockey tournament tournament going on, so there was no hotels in Buffalo. What what level of hockey is it? I think it was like juniors. It was like the juniors World Cup. Hilarious! So like, hey, there's no there's nowhere for the New England Patriots to stay. There's a youth hockey team here, guys. Sorry, no, I think it was a tournament. Like, and the, the, it got booked out like months in advance. But how does who dropped the ball? Uh, it's because you got snowed in. We got snowed in. Yeah, yeah. You know, Fair I, enough. Just logistics. Yeah. And so we go in and. Uh, we bust to Rochester, New York. Yeah. I like Rochester. I've been there. It was my only time I've ever been there. Yeah. And like we, the whole team's on cloud nine. We just clinched playoffs. And so we all decide to go to this place like Dinosaur Barbecue or something. Oh, it's famous. Yeah. That's famous barbecue upstate. I know I know everyone's like the Midwest and the South we run by. I know you're in Kansas. Good barbecue sauce. You're in St. Louis. You're in Texas. Oklahoma, wherever I know you're gonna say we run barbecue. Dinosaur's pretty good though. It, it's it's it was very delicious. Yeah, but we get there and and Brady shows up and everyone's in there. We're all chugging beers. Is and Brady we, eating barbecue? Uh, I think he was just there to be around the guys. I don't remember him eating a barbecue, but I do remember challenging him to a beer chugging contest. You challenge Brady. He's got. I mean, we've seen it on late night TV. He's a, he's a he's a good chugger. And, and you're a young guy in the team at this point. I'm like 22. 23 like hey brady i want you he looks at me he says you want me i said yeah i want you he says line them up we line them up we chug yeah it was a very fast chug by both and i guess i lost because of dq dq yeah he what said, does that mean he said some of the beer was on my chest which i could have sworn i saw some of the beer on his chest but it was close. It was it was a snapshot finish. He ended up taking the win. This sounds like he took a win on like a pass interference flag in the end zone. It's, it's what it kind of felt like. Yeah. It's what it kind of felt like. So if you're listening to this, Brady, I want you back. If, I want to run it back. Can we run it back? I want to run it back. I want to rematch. I want in on it too. Can we do like a big... Uh, I want I want in on this. We'll see. I'd I, be honored to even take third place against you guys. We'll do like a coconut drink or something. If it makes if it makes him you know come out here and do it, but a coconut—that's <laughs> the only way we'll get him back—is a coconut water, a coconut uh, seltzer, coconuts. Ooh, that's a tough chug. Seltzer, seltzer is tough to chug. If you could chug, you can chug, bub. Let's dance. I didn't put my dancing shoes on not to. So you so did you get any Brady's respect out of this? You think? No. He was like, "Fuck you! I just beat you in a chugging contest by an eyelash." 
Yeah, and literally, I think I may have won, but he still won and got all the credit because he's Tom Brady and all. Our, uh, no one was going to go against him on the team. <laughs> I was like some slapdick rookie. <laughs> but, but did you feel like uh, this was like a good team bonding? Oh, it was one of the funnest times. You're getting drunk with Tom Brady in Rochester. It's like it's with the whole team was amazing. there though. The whole team was who, there. Any, Coaches were there. Who else do you remember being fun as hell? Logan Mankins. Yeah, he was just. A big ass cattle rancher, just big old burly fucking man in his Carhartt jacket that he wore every single day. Like, it, he he was just so cool to be around. Carhartt's you. quality, it is. And it's stuff. he was wearing it before it became like this cool trendy brand. Now that like his resole, you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's in, it's very quality. Yeah. He wore a Carhartt hat, Carhartt jacket, some Wrangler jeans, and a red T shirt. Every single day. Carhartt's a great name for a NASCAR driver. Doesn't that sound even more like, not, not, you know, Earnhardt, Carhartt. That's a fucking car name. That's a dude who could fucking whip it around. That's a guy that can definitely do some donuts with a stogie in his mouth. Hell yeah. Eyeing someone down. Yeah, dude. Who else? Who else was there? Uh, Matt Light. Uh, Rob Ninkovich. Yeah, of course. They, they, everyone everyone was there anyone get ripped we all got ripped yeah uh, we all got a little toasty. brady was drunk i don't know if he did but you know he, i think he, he he'll sneak away he'll come and hang out he irish exits he irish guys? exits Damn. always he is irish brady so it, it, it it's right on right on cue but i the, i will say the irish exits underrated it's the best. It's great. What do you have to shake hands with four hundred people on the way out at a bar? I love the Irish exit. No, no one's gonna hold it. If it's a good time, no one's holding you to that goodbye. Well, half, half of them aren't gonna really remember that you left. Exactly. So you're good. Exactly. Yeah, but that all happened in in Rochester and Buffalo, and so Buffalo has a special spot in my heart. It's yeah. where I got beat by Tom Brady <laughs> in a beer chugging contest, allegedly, and where I saw a dildo get thrown on the field multiple times either way you got fucked either I way i yeah. got fucked yeah uh so where does this dallas team rank as far as dynasties go to you i mean as someone who was part of a dynasty i mean they i mean they're up there they went back to back and they won three they won three with a lot of the same dudes with a lot of the same guys i you know it, it's tough with these these older dynasties because of the the free agency and the salary cap. You know what I mean? So like that's why So is that why you, you someone like like a dynasty like the Steelers, you you look at differently as well. Yeah, they barely had free agency back then. Yeah. You know, so like the players couldn't re they really didn't have control of going anywhere or even if they, you know what I mean? Which is a good thing and a bad thing. Of course. There was no like salary cap so guys were getting paid, didn't matter, you know what I mean? It's a more player friendly league right now. Way more player yeah. friendly. But that makes it harder to win. Because, yeah. if, you know, once you win a Super Bowl, everyone wants to get paid. Of course. You know, and that's what everyone... As it, they should. If you're yeah. winning, you should get paid. Without a doubt. But, you know, to think, go back to the dynasty question, I mean, they, they have to be up there because they they were lights out. Yeah. And and anytime you go back to back, the, Pat, the Pats did it with, uh, you know, Brewski era and in the early Pats. And with you guys. We didn't do back to back. You go back to back. You never, yeah, Brewski. So that, that, that separates you, right? it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Brewski's right. We went, you know, one lost. But we've had one, this. We lost, had this talk with Brewski. What is harder, the first half of the dynasty or the second half? Because, you know, 
Target. You you got the target on your back in the second half. Yeah. They're all hard. They're all hard. They're all hard. But is losing four straight Super Bowls probably the most brutal streak? Well, you said it would be more brutal to not to just be irrelevant and not make the playoffs. I I don't for me getting that close that many times in a row and losing like that much heartbreak to go through winning the, you know, the NFC the AFC every time and continually lose when you're won by a field goal. I mean, God, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Even if I knew I was going to lose the game, I still wouldn't think I was going to lose the game. So right. that's why if you got a horse in, in the race, yeah, there's always a shot, even if you know the horse is a little lame. That's true. You know? But they just kept missing. It's brutal. My heart goes out to the Buffalo fans. Because they do have a really cool team right now. They do. Hopefully that they, they can finish something. You know, that, I mean, that, it's that, not that easy. I like people. Don't, oh my god! They they the game they lost to the Chiefs was literally Mahomes and Allen put on. Clean. I mean, that's a game I want to do on this show. At some got point. it. Because we'll that's one to. of the best football games I've ever seen. I remember I was at the Comedy Cellar. I'm on stage. I'm like, fuck! I don't want to go on. I run off. I get to catch the end of the fourth quarter. Like this is insane. Overtime, insane. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it is exactly what the NFL wanted. Yeah, and to you know that you know they want franchise QBs in there, and and they both those teams have them. They have them. You know, so hopefully they can they can yeah. you know snowball this into to going out and getting a win. You know, you, yeah. I want to see it for Buffalo. Yeah, they got the new era store in Buffalo. They'll tell you that. <laughs> well, That's they, like the original. I think the original New Era hat store. I believe. Yeah. How about this though? What about these crazy games in the Rose Bowl? Nineteen ninety nine Women's World Cup final. Brandy Chastain. She's on. She's on. Where's she at? There we that, go. That's that's at Pasadena. Wow. That's at Pasadena right there. You got two thousand six Texas USC national championship at the Rose Bowl. Wow. The Olympics. I believe that's why they made it. Is that why they made it in nineteen? 19- they made it for the Olympics or or some kind of game, but uh, the Olympics were held there in 1932, 1984. Holy schmoly! And shout out to the Rose Bowl flea market. Always always love a good flea market. Flea markets are underrated. You always find something good. I There's love flea good. markets, garage sales, farmers markets. Love those things. They're fun. It's a fun way to kill time. Yeah, and it's fun. Why it's a fun way of like finding like a treasure. Yeah. You know, it's like a yeah. treasure hunt. My love. parents used to go to like we used to go to like garage sales. Yeah, I love them. They're classics. I mean, we used to throw garage sales. Yeah, and so then my mom would front me like ten bucks. I'd go buy like a bunch of cokes, and I would sell cokes at the garage sale. That's how I bought my my Sony uh, my Sega Genesis in '94. What was your game on Sega? Speaking of Aladdin, I loved the Aladdin game. Really? I loved Aladdin. I mean, obviously the Sonic. Sonic were, was the class. That yeah. was like their Mario or yeah. Mario. I, I've been told I say Mario. I think it's because of Vera. Mario. 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 It's Mario, Mario. Mario bro. Mario. I always say Mario. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sonic was classic. Sonic. Uh, they had the Maddens. We played Maddens. Madden 95. I remember playing on there. Madden 94. Um, you were a Niners guy on that game, yeah. Ricky Waters, I believe, did like the like the spin where the guy's spinning like. <laughs> but uh, Jack, did we forget anything? We got a couple things to check back in on. 
Uh, first, Julian, your halftime performers. We mentioned that with Mike. In games you were active in, Katy Perry, uh-huh. Maroon 5, Lady Gaga, Madonna. Madonna. Are you a big fan of any of them? Madonna. Madonna's a, a ledge. Ledge. And then uh, we got to give a shout out to our man, John Bon Jovi. Hampton Water Rosé. Hampton Water Rosé. Damn. John Bon Jovi's. The, ro- the Rosé Bowl. The Rosé Bowl. Yeah. There, there it is. There it is. And then we did a little digging on uh, Jules's story of drinking with Tom out in Buffalo. If the numbers add up like they look like they do, it was December 26, 2010. December 20, yeah, it was my second year. Going on wow. in Buffalo was also the 2010-2011 World Juniors, which Russia took home the gold medal. Yeah. And the Patriots won 34-3. Yeah, it was a big win. Big dub. Big dub. Hat and t-shirt game. You know what that is? What is that? Oh, they give they give those out? Whenever you have, yeah, whenever you win a championship, you get a hat and a t-shirt. So like after, you know, you, you win the division, they're always when you come in the locker room, there's a hat and t-shirt. Pretty cool. You go to divisional round, you get the hat and t-shirt. You go to the AFC championship, you get the hat and t-shirt. But there's only one hat and t-shirt you really want. It's only one you really with want. Your, with your franchise and your mindset? Only Only one. Yeah. The last one. Anything else, Jack? And then we'll we'll bring a full circle here. Uh, shout out to our guy Ken Norton. Cowboys from '88 to '93. San Francisco from '94 to 2000. Wow. Current linebackers coach at UCLA for our guy Chip Kelly. Play their home games at the Rose Bowl. How many uh, Super Bowls does Ken Norton have? He went back to back. One with the Dallas Cowboys in '93. Then he won it with the Niners in '94. So yeah, I think he has two. He's got three. Yeah, it was two with the Cowboys and one with the Niners, right? Did yes. he go three straight? Was it two with the Cowboys in a row and then one with the Niners? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. He went Damn. three straight. Damn. 92, 93, and then the Niners one that was in- 94. Uh, 94, Name, where they beat the Chargers. Blew them out. 49, 26. Yeah. Is this the America Super Bowl? How about them Cowboys? Dynasty starter. Sorry, Buffalo. I mean, I kind of lean, how, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys, for sure. That was, that's an iconic thing that everyone says. Everyone says, how about them Cowboys? By the way, we did not hit on that uh, bet, did we, with Irvin? We counted six, so the under uh, just hit. For, damn. That was all you, too. I, I blew it. I tried to get a it's couple Michael doubles. Michael Irvin. I tried to get a couple doubles. I was going, you know, America's team is always America's team. And I only did it couple two times i bet what do you lean for name how about them cowboys has to be has to be stakes let's let's score it stakes stakes are high i mean it's the super bowl yeah and you gotta say stakes are high because if the bills win this changes their whole legacy stakes are high i think you got to go pretty high with this i think what do you go 8.59 nine maybe at least it's a super bowl what do you think what did I think you gotta go eight five eight five because what was the the Patriots stakes one? I don't know. That had that has to be the highest when you're going in and the stakes are Super True. Bowl and undefeated potential season. Eight five star power is pretty high. High because we got the three Dallas guy. I mean, you have you have a bunch of you. There's a bunch of Hall of Famers over on that Buffalo side too, for sure. And Jim Kelly was a Pro Bowler. I mean, he was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Andre Reed, Bruce Smith. I mean, they they got countless guys. Should we do we go eight five on that two or nine? 
Fuck, we yeah, we forgot Michael Jackson. Damn, we got to go like nine. Maybe do we go nine or nine five? Michael In the nineties, I mean, Michael. I mean, it's weird to call OJ a star at this point, but we but this was pre murder. He was a star, and Mike did say there's no way he was gonna miss Michael Jackson's performance at halftime because he was that big of a star. <sighs> I mean, Michael Jackson kind of puts us to the point where we kind of have to go nine five. I nine think. five. I mean, is it weird? I mean, we might have to go high. Michael Jackson, dude. Is this like nine seven? Is that crazy? Let's go nine seven. Nine it's seven. Michael Jackson. It's it's a big big star power game. He might be the biggest star we've. I mean, he might be the biggest star we've even mentioned on the show. Who's a bigger star than Michael Jackson? I don't know, but I've seen some documentaries where like he goes to a country and like there's like a million people waiting for him, and there's no social media. There's no. It's like by word of mouth that he might be coming there. Yeah, I mean, I I. Damn, nine seven. I feel like nine seven might we might be even be sleeping on his star power, but uh, gameplay. Not a. I mean, look, it's they blew him out. They blew him out. It's not a good game. Gameplay five. Was, yeah, five. Name. It's a good name. It's a good name. I it's mean, a it's an iconic name. Iconic. It's an iconic saying that you hear from every cowboy fan. Eight eight five. You got to go eight five. Eight five. Eight point oh seven five. Could, we could round that to an eight point one. Uh, that gameplay really score. hurt it. Yeah, the gameplay. I mean, it's just not a great. I mean, it was cool to watch Aikman just go off, but it's not a great game. And know? the defense, and we 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 appreciate great defense here on this podcast. Yeah. Um. But like when you got blowout in yeah. in the last game of the year, you can't have that. Yeah, that's a blowout like a Jewish woman with curly hair right there. <laughs> it's a real blowout. And that's all for this episode of Games with Names presented by WinBet. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And thank you to our sponsors. Follow us on all the social media outlets at Games with Names. I'm Julian Edelman. I'm Sam Morrell. See you at the next game with the next name. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today.
Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.